I am in Kemmer in Turkey on a short holiday, and you are listening to this TalkingVest.us podcast, Trading Tips with Jim. And in this short podcast uh, from Turkey, I will give you the insights in what I think will happen uh, this week. And of course, we'll have a quick look at the $1,000 challenge. And last week, week 39, I told you I thought Nasdaq would do good, uh, but Nasdaq only up 0.05% last week, while Dow Jones had to suffer a 1.35% loss, ending the week at 33,507. Last week is last week, we are heading into a new week. It's week 40, we are already in October. And can the last three months of the year be good? It will be exciting to see. What I can tell you is that the long chart is not being very promising. Actually showing that we are heading for more falls as we move forward, but the short-term chart is indicating, like I thought last week, we should be able to bounce up. But there is no guarantee despite all the buy signals being super low, there is no real guarantee that no uh, such thing will happen. Last week it was hammered a little bit by news, different uh, things in the market. The GDP for instance came in more or less as expected. But there were uh, some worries about what Fed will do next and, of course, worries about national shutdown in US. On Friday, they managed to strike a deal and hopefully that will make for a green start this week. Because if we look at the chart, there is no doubt that Nasdaq is in the, unders uh, in the oversold territory and all logic say that it should bounce up. So the short version is, I remain positive like last week i remain positive i was correct being a green week but far off the 600 point jump which i thought was possible last week will it happen this week i'm not sure about that but everything tells me it will be a green week at nasdaq and what are the major things uh, that will happen this week there are some news especially the friday this week which will be um, on the investor radar of course the strikes uh, in the auto sector is and can uh, affect the market and of course all the other geopolitical issues that the world and us is facing as we speak but it will be the Friday numbers, the job numbers that the market is looking for. And the one thing that everyone tried to anticipate is what will be the next Fed moves. Because as many argue, uh, uh, money will flow where they are safest. So when you get a very good yield in the bank or in some bonds, you tend to move away from stocks and it make it harder for the stocks to move up. Some stocks are clearly being uh, oversold, but the core results are telling much of the same things which I've been saying for uh, more than a year now. The profit margins are dropping very fast, and when the profit margin drops, well, the price-earning ratio also changes because it's measured against the profit. So many stocks, they may be cheaper than last year, but they are not making as much money as last year, and then they actually become more expensive and still can fall quite much. 
One thing that fell last week was gold. Gold actually fell $87 last week from around $1,945 down to $1,855. A few reasons for this. As you know, I'm very, very bullish to gold. Uh, and I didn't see this fall uh, down to eight, uh, $1,855. I was guessing around $1,900. Uh, it's mainly driven by the dollar uh, strengthening, strengthening against other currencies, and that causes uh, gold also to fall. But at 18.55, I find gold very, very cheap. I mean, very bullish to gold. Oil been fluctuating a little bit lately, but currently sitting at $91, more or less unchanged since last week. And my bet is still oil will continue upwards, meaning that every oil related share, in my opinion, will be a good investment. And another thing is that they will pay. Dividend and dividend is a hot topic uh, and a question often uh, into the help desk system at StockInvest.us uh, or in uh, the podcast series. Often get the questions about dividend and where to find the good dividend stocks. Well, at StockInvest.us we will give you dividend information and help you find good dividend stocks. There is a huge change in uh, dividend as we speak because, as I said, many companies are now losing out on the huge profit margin they had. And when profit margin goes down, they will have to reduce eventually also the dividend to be paid out. But some companies are making more money than ever and they will just increase their dividend. And you heard me say it over and over again, oil and war. That will be two places where dividend will continue to soar as we move in to the dark part and the winter uh, of the year. Some argue that the stock market may uh, have a huge uh, fall as we move forward. It's way overpriced. It should continue down. And personally, personally, sadly to say, I believe this will be the case. Because there is too much geopolitical things uh, going on. The economies, they are slowing down. Numbers are being pumped up that everything is okay, but they are not uh, okay if you look deeper down. And people are losing their buying power. Uh, interest rates are going up. That reduces even more the buying power. And there is no end as we speak into the things going in the wrong direction. We need things to go more in the right direction. And I've been waiting and waiting for uh, the huge um, unemployment rate. We see it all over Europe starting to increase very, very fast. But in US, it's been very steady, despite they keep revisioning the numbers at the end of every month. Friday, you will know how US is doing. And the big question is, how many more people is attending the job market? Last numbers I saw was 68% are attending the job market. It's still far below pre-pandemic levels. What happens when all of these, who slowly are running out of the benefits from the COVID times, re-enter to join uh, the job market as the job market continue uh, to struggle? Government sector is increasing, but that is because trillions of dollars are being pumped into this sector. 10-year treasury yield, I always mention this one because it's so easy for you to follow. If this goes up, stock market usually goes down. And last week it went up 2.8% uh, to 4.57. One of the reasons why Dow Jones, for instance, went down. 
reason no stock managed to do so well is because many many of the tech stocks are heavily oversold and that opens for good buying opportunities and i try to help you in this podcast series to um, reduce your losses increase your gains and one of the ways we do it is to try predict the market for a week ahead and rebalance our portfolio based on it last week i increased my portfolio i will continue to increase my portfolio this week because i think it's a higher chance that the market will go up and i will be back in a few tech stocks again and for sure uh, into some of these uh, ev companies i will keep increasing my exposure a little bit a little bit risky part that part but as you know i keep steady in war oil and gold as the backbone of my portfolio it ai uh, nivida all of these if you look at the charts it's obvious that they will have a short rebounds it's just a natural reaction they fall quite hard people pick them up and usually they would go one third or two third of the previous fall before they continued out so we're just talking pick up opportunities for the things to really change in the long term we have to see different things because now the downward trend on nasdaq is starting to get very very strong and we need nasdaq way way up um, above 14,000, even to start look the slightest positive all of these things can happen but personally as i said i think geopolitical issues will be the one thing that keep market down as long as everyone is focusing on war we can just expect more problems increasing interest rates logistic issues there is already more trading war with china than ever before and even europe is trying the same and if these things keep escalating you can just expect your goods to be more expensive and if you have to choose that will hurt someone. So where will you place your money? They will be up to you. I still, as I said, remain bullish to war and gold. I think there is much more. For the other things, the electronics, the consumer things, I think that you should be smart and consider what are necessary uh, goods because luxury product is the first thing to be hammered when economies slow down. Enough about this. The conclusion is that I think the market uh, will be green this week. I even think Dow Jones will have a green week this week, but pretty sure Nasdaq will be up. Hopefully, we will see that what I was hoping for last week, the huge uh, short-term jump, that it will come this week. And it will present a lot of nice uh, percentages if you are in the right stock. And to end, what is the right stock? Personally, I would go for the stock that has fallen quite hard, has plenty of support below. Being oversold or just out of oversold relative strength index 21, uh, with as little resistance above as possible because resistance just means that you will have a slow upturn. Resistance you can see in the charts. Go to stockinvest.us, type in the ticker that you want to watch. On the right hand, right hand side in the charts, you will see some gray bars. This is the, is the accumulated volume, and that one will tell you how much resistance is at each level. If there is tons of resistance above, you should not expect fast movements unless there is news or something very special happening in the market. These are the odd cases, and if you try to play the odd cases, you might have luck if you want to have steady gains. Try to play the steady game and let statistics be your friend and be on your side. 
And usually what we like to do is find good support below, little resistance above, and that increases the chances for success. Greenwick, I believe, will be the answer to this week's questions. How will the markets move? The $1,000 challenge, well, how is it doing? As you know, I'm currently into Tetra Technologies TTI, and as I said last week, I think that it would have a very good week, and for a part of the week, it was really doing good. I think I saw it upwards to 6, 70, 80 um, uh, during the week, but it fell down and by the end of the week, especially the Friday, ending at 6.36, so we are still in profit. I haven't checked uh, today, as I told you, I am in Kemer, Turkey on holidays. I haven't checked exactly where the balance is, but we are up some 10, 12% uh, percent, uh, in the $1,000 challenge so far. Going way too slow. I'm sorry about that, but uh, I believe we will start to pick up the pace. And if we compare to Nasdaq, in the same period, Nasdaq actually been falling, so we are doing better than the market. And that is the one thing that we for sure want to do but 12 percent is not much to brag about we could have done much better than that i need to sharpen my gain i will stay in tetra uh, this week i will look for an exit opportunity during the week uh, tetra is into energy i think energy will continue upwards i think it just needs the right mix and tetra will go very very fast but i will try as i told you a lot and a lot of stocks are undersold in the market. There is many stocks I'm watching, which I think can be good candidates. I will try to find them because in this $1,000 challenge, what I will do, I will always tell you which stock I will buy before I buy it, meaning that I can only buy next Monday. I could grow this portfolio much faster if I were to do everyday sales, but I have no way of communicating this with you and you cannot really track how I'm doing things. So we will continue to do that. That was my promise to you. I will give you a um, heads up before I do. I still plan to go uh, out of Tetra Technologies and you may wonder, so what will be the level I will go out from? First off, I think there is a huge upside. I told you earlier, I will have my stop loss around 599 and increase it when I see the stock move. Last week, it was uh, moving upwards, as I said, 6, uh, 60, 70, 80 somewhere. It was at high. And I think we will see some of the same movements. I'm hoping at least uh, to squeeze out 10% from uh, TTI, Tetra Technologies Inc. And uh, if it starts to move again above 670, uh, I will put on a 5% stop loss and just let that be the end of the game. If I see very, very rapid movements, I might take advantage of it when I see things go way too fast because Tetra is in a kind of position where it suddenly just can go very, very fast, squeeze in 20% during a day, and then I will be out. Tetra, by the way, is a stock I think will do very good as we move forward in the long term, but I am ready to change focus. And just a pre-warm-up, what are the things that I'm looking into? I can tell you already that um, my eyes are on Sumerica. We've been trading that stock many times, and right now it is super cheap. So I might be thinking about that. NEO at $9 uh, is also, in my opinion, very cheap, and there is so many other good stocks. I will try to find the best one and I will put a comment under the YouTube video when uh, and if Tetra Inc. is sold. But like last week, I just wait for the good time 
to go out. And in general, if you're struggling, remember profit is profit. If you are uncertain, you're sitting watching, maybe you have to try yourself and you wonder should I take profit? Well, profit is profit, never uh, doubt that thing. If Tetra Inc. falls below 6, it will be sold instantly. I will go out somewhere uh, in a slight minus, but that is the game. We are playing the upside on this one. So for a $1,000 challenge, 16 minutes into this podcast from Kemer Turkey, I can only say that we stay in Tetra Technologies. Looking for a way out, I'm planning to find some really good candidates because 12% is not good enough as we want to grow these thousand dollars way, way much more and way faster. We need to up the game a bit. And uh, as always, I will end the podcast with a slight insight in my personal life, what I've been doing lately. As you know, I left uh, for Turkey. Actually, I left um, last Wednesday, been enjoying some uh, warm days, uh, good food. And of course, I didn't bring the metal detector, so no metal detecting this week. But friends of mine are finding gold. Very happy for them. I still have to find gold with a metal detector. I hope that will be the case when I return back to Vilnius by the end of this week. And very happy to see uh, things are starting to lose up. More and more products are being pushed at stock in US. Uh, the screener is up, starting to look really good, where you easily can screen uh, for the best stocks. And I will, over the next few podcasts, start slowly to help you how to filter and find really good stocks. So I urge you, go to stockinvest.us, find under tools, you will find screener, start to play a little around. Uh, And I will slowly learn how to use an amazing tool, finding the good stocks, because that is most of the job, finding the good stock to use. At Ketagraph.com, the uh, shark trader is doing the job. I increased some... uh, Uh, of the exposure into the different stocks and a few things are happening in the background which i believe will do the next huge jump in the short trade who is running in profit as we speak i will go back uh, to the pool i will close this uh, podcast save it render it and send it over to the office so it will be published in time All I can do is hope that you will have a super good week uh, wherever you are. And by by the end of the week, your portfolio will be greener than when it started the week. Until next week, have a good week. Bye.